Groove Cafe is powered by equity. Dial star 247 hash and open an equity account instantly. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash. Groove Cafe. It is the Groove Cafe right here on RX Radio. I am Crystal. So excited for these conversations. The Groove Cafe is brought to you by Equity Bank. Remember that you can open up a bank account on any phone simply by dialing star 247 hash. That's all you have to do. And it's as easy as that. Joining me today, I have Morris Mugisha, actor, director, producer, and uh, model as well. He recently had a number of nominations at the Uganda Film Festival Awards. 12 nominations for his directorial debut, Stained, and he is also the recipient of Best Picture for the movie Stained. Welcome to the Groove Cafe, Morris. Uh, thank you very much, Christo. How have you been? Good. How are you yeah. doing? Good, good. I'm happy to be here. It's lovely to have you. How are you feeling, my dear? This, this is a big <laughs> deal. We are celebrating you. I'm feeling great. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Has it been a roller coaster ride for you? Because you also won an award at the African Movie Academy Awards. Yes, and the film that I won this year is Tembele Stain. Okay. Uh, Stain was a movie a year ago. Oh my goodness, Tembele. Do tell me about yes. Tembele. Yeah, Tembele is a, is a, is a story. Mm-hmm. A story about a young couple. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the protagonist is a lead character who is called Tembele. Mm. Tembele is the lead character who suffers through the hassles of Kampala he works on a garbage truck he's a garbage man then he has a girlfriend Mm -hmm. that he's expecting but you know he hustles through thick and thin to make sure that his wife uh, goes through the proper you know uh, uh, procedures to give birth but then it turns out the wrong way Mm. that the the lady loses the child so Mm -hmm. uh, he he loses his mind and he struggles to get back afloat so basically, I'm trying to dissect the issue of mental health, and um, you know, and maternal health as well. Mm-hmm. So my story is as uh, simple and clear as that. Mm-hmm. Yes, because you seem to go for these kind of themes. I mean, gender-based violence, women empowerment, mental health. In this one, how do you identify the kind of stories you want to work on? Well, uh, Christo, I've been here long and. Um, uh, considering that I have a background in film and performing mm-hmm. arts, how, how uh, far back are we we looking? How many years is it for you? Um, I started film about seven years, eight years ago, mm-hmm. but I didn't start until three years ago when I thought I should give it a try. Because remember, in film, film you must have money to produce a proper film. So, do you mean you 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 only started directing three years ago? I've I'd been directing TV commercials and other other documentaries, mm-hmm. but I'd never looked at film per uh-huh. se. Yeah, then remember some of the things that made me not start right away film is that we don't have anyone sponsoring you, you don't have anyone holding your back. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I told you some time back when we met, I got a chance to work uh, in an agency, an agency called More Ideas. So mm-hmm. it's out of there that I get the savings and put them into the films. That's mm-hmm. why back then I would never do it produce films yes yes one of the biggest challenges right now is the funding for our local film industry 
Yes. Okay, but let's let's just go back a bit for the people who are listening to you for the first time today. You said yeah. you've only been acting for the last seven years, but before that, you were a model. Yes, before that, as a model, I'd been a photographer. My father is a photographer, so I grew up in a family of photographers. So you see, with film comes um, an experience of a photographer. Someone mm-hmm. earlier said that a good director or a good uh, director of photography. Um, should have some photography skills mm-hmm. because they're all frames at the end of the day. So, seven years ago, I'm talking about school, mm-hmm. film school at Macquarie University. Okay. But all along, I had the passion, the zeal to, you know, shoot a motion picture in Uganda. Okay. I've done a couple that actually failed to pick up because of finances. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But no regrets, no regrets, really. Okay. You said your dad was a photographer. Is he still yes. a photographer? My dad, yes, he's still alive. He's called Mr. Nalis Bijingo. Mm-hmm. He's still creative, but remember, they used to use the analog cameras where they look at the position of the sun, mm-hmm. then they shoot pictures. But those were the better guys because they had the skills. Lately, we just used automatic shutters, mm-hmm. uh, apertures. And so much yeah. editing also. Exactly, too much editing. The mm-hmm. filters have come in. So really, that does not really steer up your creativity. So mm-hmm. I owe it to him, yeah. So you would say that, you know, you're... you're background and your skills really came from your dad from back yes. in the day growing up uh, playing with um, like uh, damaged cameras other kids were playing with toy cars and playing football <laughs> yeah so i played with old cameras okay so yeah. going into modeling i mean that's also another space where back then even though they were like ah people there's no money in modeling um yes. how did that work for you uh, well, I was still growing up, you know, as a uni and I was still struggling to find my place as a guy or as a man. Mm-hmm. So, um, you see, I still had the eye for, for the good things. Uh, fashion, for me, it was one of those things. And I was lucky to uh, first work with Andre Rimien, mm-hmm. the guy who used to shoot pictures. I don't know if you remember him, Christo. The guy used to shoot pictures for African Woman. Oh, my goodness. Yes. yes sure <laughs> African you know, Woman magazine. Yes. Exactly. So I used to work with that guy. He was a good photographer. By then, he had just come from Norway. He had an agency called Paparazzi. So it was on uh, Bombo Road. So I used to go and hang there. I would just walk from campus, Mm -hmm. just 20 minutes walk and chill and hang there, hold his bags. Uh. And later, (laughs) later they they connected with Slivio Worry to create the African Woman magazine. Mm -hmm. So I still tagged along. So remember, Sylvia had a bigger vision when it came to fashion mm-hmm. and modeling. Because she yes. had been to the UK and all these places. So for me, that was a brewing ground for me to actually become bold and talk about these things that I need. Male modeling wasn't really paying so much, but it it would really you know keep you keep the fire, okay. keep you going instead of just languishing around mm-hmm. after uni and you have nothing to do. What did at you do at university? I first did a diploma in music, dance, and drama. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I went on and did a bachelor's in uh, cinema and uh, English literature. Mm-hmm. Then I also did a diploma in radio and TV production. Oh my. Okay. So it yes. feels like like you really knew where you wanted to go from yeah, at least part, what you were studying. Well, partly I owe it to my parents as well. Mm-hmm. Then partly myself. Then yeah. Then God. Would you say too, your parents? You know? Your parents saw it in you. I'll tell you the truth. When I went to uni, I wanted to do my school, and when I failed, there was a, a government sponsorship for me mm-hmm. right from high school. You know, like how you fail to get the points of another course up there? Yeah. Then they drop you to the next course. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't want to go there, but my dad insisted and pushed me that you cannot waste such a chance. Just go do that course. Then the years will show you where to go. So this was so music, kept, dance, and drama. Exactly, uh-huh. I didn't want because while the other young, the other cool girls with good skirts and shirts and tripods <laughs> were walking from the Law Development Center, uh-huh. yeah, walking from LLB, the Law, you know, uh, department, mm-hmm. we were here jumping around, <laughs> dancing <laughs> traditional dances, and you know, I didn't really find that so cool, but see how it turned out well there you go sometimes your path yeah. is is not what you can see at that moment exactly but yeah. it adds to it now you also represented uganda third season of big brother africa would, yes would you say that was a big break for you um i would say that big brother really uh, exposed me to the world out of uganda i never dreamt that i would actually leave the confines of Kampala and Makere, mm-hmm. where I was living then. So mm-hmm. when the whole Big Brother thing came in, um, I must admit, when you travel, you really get to realize so many things. Yes. You, learn, you learn that the world is not exactly uh, what you think it is. Then your mom is not the best cook after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. So That's true. And even to be exposure. on such huge productions, you begin to mm. see the size of the crew, the detail exactly. and the quality of the production. That also mm. pushes you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then actually after Big Brother, I never looked back because after Big Brother, there's a friend of mine called Sheila Kwamboka. Mm-hmm. She's a presenter on a radio station in Nairobi. In Nairobi, yes. Yes, I remember yeah, Sheila. So, yeah, she's the one she's the one friend that actually pulled me from Kampala and, you know, housed me for a week while I was running around Nairobi, combing the streets of Nairobi to make sure I get a break. Mm-hmm. And indeed, I got it because I got my first commercial from an agency on Mombasa Road in Nairobi called Versatile mm-hmm. and Talent Kenya. Mm-hmm. They cast me for my first um, big gig of modeling where they took me to Mumbai. We shot an advert in Mumbai and oh, wow. trust me, mm-hmm. things have never been the same. And I also thank Sheila very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So when did you start feeling like, you know, the the itch to direct? So when did you start feeling that? Uh, first of all, the course that I tell you that I didn't want to do is actually the one that joked my mind and taught me how to stand in public take the top and never do the law, mm-hmm. get to the apex. The teacher's course units that we are taught is script writing, directing, uh, and, so, and music and so much more. Mm-hmm. That has lived with me after there. Uh, when I was in my second year, my lecturer was old and he didn't want to get those gigs of going to train in schools. I think in your high schools, I don't know if you studied in Kampala, mm-hmm. there, there are those uh, um, theater um days yes where, yes, you, where yes. you compete house competitions mm-hmm. so my lecturer was called to chibuli SS and he said he couldn't make it but he could send his best student okay. and his best student was me mm-hmm. yeah i didn't know as his best student so um he, he led me to that school then i started working right away you know with uh, kids in high school you 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 end up writing plays depending on the theme then you direct mm-hmm. then you showcase the play mm-hmm. in front of judges yes so i kind of developed and grew my skill i nurtured my skill just like that i started with stage plays in high schools mm-hmm. and that's where partly my exactly that's where partly my my, my directing you know acumen you know became bold and stronger mm-hmm. yes so that engineered me to 
to when I went out of uni again, I started doing commercials. But it's also with commercials, you write and direct and pitch mm-hmm. clients. Yes. Then yes. you have to shoot. So it's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's the same pattern. It's only different that this is a commercial, twenty five seconds, and this is a production of one hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I started growing pola pola like that. Uh, then started script writing for film. After I did my uni, I sat down and started to write. I had this big, big book, like a black book for my stories. <laughs> it's later that I started to, you know, put my mind around it and say, you know what, I better break out of this shell. It's been a long time coming. Do you so, still have your black book? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Keep it safe. Keep it safe. Because <laughs> <laughs> we are yes, seeing the fruits <laughs> yeah. of all that work now, right? Mm, truth. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, but Stain was your first feature film, right? That you directed. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. My, I first did a short, a short film of um, twenty-five minutes, mm-hmm. but that didn't take me so far. Which one was but that? Uh, Fear knows my name. I have like a silent film for twenty-five minutes okay so yeah but it also showed me what the field was like shooting for for three days non-stop mm-hmm. yeah kind of schooled me on patience <laughs> being consistent uh-huh. yeah so i have no regrets really okay all right and then in terms of staying when did you first decide do you remember where you were when you were like okay this is what i want to do next yeah, I actually had an episode. I used to work with a, a certain guy. So I noticed that I wasn't getting the things that I... Like my targets were being... If, if, if I was targeting 80%, I was hardly getting a 50 So mm. I decided, I just, you know, just made up my mind one day and said, why not? I've been through school. I've been through acting, drama, acting school, directing school. Why am I busy doing stuff for another gentleman another guy mm-hmm. why don't i start my own stuff it was actually a revolution in my own head that made me you know mm-hmm. what was this that, that's like three years ago okay yeah so it was before like covid <laughs> yeah that was before covid because i did my film i just completed shooting then in three days we had the lockdown okay oh wow yes, and, yeah so that's three the days thing. after you were done shooting yes what a blessing yeah, so. Yeah, it was in disguise, my dear. Mm-hmm. So um, after I shot, it was it was really hard. It was harsh on me and the cast and crew. Yeah. Being a first timer shooting a feature film, I spent two weeks in Kasese, Kasese down there. Mm. Where I don't know if you've been there. I shot around some place called Katunguru. Katunguru is a small village in Kasese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people who live there are miners. They mine the salt mainly as the main activity. Uh-huh, so that's the storyline yeah. of. Exactly, mm-hmm. that's the storyline for Stain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I noticed because it took me around a week or two to recover, like you know, physically, because mm. it took a toll on me. And one horrific thing I remember is that my two actors, lead actors, got uh, sprains in their limbs, and we had to break off for like two days. So you had yeah. injuries. Yes, we had injuries on, like real injuries on set. And when you say it so, took a, a toll on you, like like physically, you exhausted physically, yeah. fatigue. Physically, yeah, fatigue. Then financially as well, because you know when you go in, that's the thing about passion. Sometimes mm. you forget who you're supposed to take care of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, I guess that's life. If you do not drive hard, you'll never know. You'll never know what mm-hmm. your true potential is. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. see the movie getting the success that it did, the attention that it did? Stain? Mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming because 
the most prominent thing that I remember, remember the first uh, lockdown, mm-hmm. you were not allowed to sit in any car except for government cars and yeah. So I would walk to my friend's place. I would walk from Mtinda to Mutungo on foot every day. Oh my goodness, that's a distance. Yes, to go and edit, yes. But the, the first time my feet got swollen, then the second day I was like, we are just sitting at home. Then also the stress. I was like, better to have swollen feet than get a mental breakdown. <laughs> yeah. And it's also yeah. amazing what the human body is capable of. Exactly. If you do not stretch, if you do not strain, you will never Push know. Push yourself, yeah. It's just like going to the gym the first day. Mm-hmm. You you cry and call your neighbors to drag you out of Tell the me house. about it. The next morning when you wake up, you're like, this body, I don't want exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> this body is not mine, yes. So, yes. So at the end of the day, Christo, I, I just, things just kept getting into place. My first gig was still in COVID. Mm-hmm. I just got somebody's email. Then I sent them a message. I sent them a trailer. And people were excited about the project. Mm-hmm. I didn't see this coming. I, sometimes oh, wow. I don't know how to, to get excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's why I can't explain it to you so well. But <laughs> I was blown away. I was blown away by the reception of my very first film. Mm-hmm. And I took a risk because I didn't shoot it in English. Mm-hmm. Yet that risk is what actually helped me sell the project thank you it made it even more authentic exactly Mm -hmm. and that i didn't know i cannot pretend to be an expert it was just one dive one deep dive and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so that's really really that's a powerful story so tell me after you know your first movie had that much success a Mm -hmm. lot of you know directors or actors you you have that fear where you're like can i do it again can mm. I make this happen again? Did you feel that mm. way or you just jumped straight into the next project? Uh, the first year was awesome. Stain was... It was like one of those miracle projects, uh-huh. for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. So do you know that my first film was bought by a UN organization? That's one. I will not tell you which. Oh, wow. Then, mm-hmm. And it fitted so well during that time of COVID. Mm-hmm. You, you and I know that my film was about GBV and human rights. Yes, yes. And during the, the lockdown, you remember what happens yes. everywhere globally. Gender-based violence just shot up like crazy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it was God in these things. It wasn't just me. It was just, it was just something looming over my head. Yeah. <laughs> you get the point. Mm-hmm. So that was one tick. Immediately, the lockdown kind of went down. I put my film in the Amas. You know, these are festivals that everyone can access. Even you can have a movie and, you know, get it into the festival. Mm-hmm. I was nominated in the Africa Movie Academy once. And you're but like, you know, what? Being nominated <laughs> is normal. You know that? Because yes. anyone can be nominated. Mm-hmm. A nomination is not a direct win. So, so it's about so the you, win. Ah, it's about the win. And you took and an one, award. Exactly. And one, not just taking an award. One minute I didn't know I'd never been in Nigeria. The one minute I'm getting a free ticket. Mm-hmm. One minute I'm jumping on the plane. And the other minute I'm in Lagos, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The next minute I'm winning the best performer. Mm-hmm. And I'm you're like, what you, is happening? Yes. <laughs> and I got this award of Rita Dominic. Rita Dominic is like the hugest actress. Mm. So my actress here that acted in Stain got that award. Mm-hmm. So it, it just made me so proud. It's there to make me feel confident. Sometimes you don't have confidence. That's very, very natural. Yeah. Just like I was telling friends that this film that I've done, uh, Tembele, my lead character is a man. 
and he cries, he sheds tears mm-hmm. when he loses his child. Mm. You get the point. Mm-hmm. So I tell the people ask me why it's a man, and I'm like, it's okay for men to cry. Yeah. <laughs> you get the point. Mm-hmm. But you won't be telling this to most people. Yeah. Because they won't really get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because so, society is always like, no, men can never show that. Uh-huh, men have exactly. to be the strong ones. No, no, no. That's why men die easily. Mm-hmm. You die with bottled feelings inside you. When you bottle something so much, you, have you ever tried to open a, a drinking bottle when you blocked it for longer? Mm-hmm. Then, it's then harder. It's, you made it. You can't even pop and hit your face. So <laughs> yeah. That's how it is usually. Mm-hmm. Then Stain also took me to Egypt last month. Mm-hmm. I also got an award as in a town called Laksa, mm-hmm. the town of the pharaohs. Oh, wow. I never knew I'd go out see those places. I never knew. That's I never even spent a coin. Yes, so... And remember, this is for my first film. So this reminds me that anyone out there who thinks they have a talent or they have an idea scribbled in a book, just don't use it for Sigiri. Just go, <laughs> go and read and yeah. just try to bring it alive. Yes. And it's not about having a lot of money, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's not about that. Just try try and do something for yourself. Yeah. You never know you'd excavate your truest potential mm-hmm. by just bringing that dream alive. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I'm yeah. so happy for you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Really, thank you so congratulations. Much. Yeah. And we're yeah. looking forward to seeing what more you're working on. Have you started working on anything new? Uh, actually, uh, Tembele. Tembele is a new movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll give you some time. Huh? Too much but pressure. Exactly so. <laughs> so I have. A, I already have other ideas, but I'm taking it slow because you know, for good stories, mm-hmm. they have to. They have to simmer. <laughs> what are those words? Just like a meal. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to cut the fire a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so no, now you time. have to allow Tembele to really, you know, mm-hmm. get rid. Reach its full potential exactly. and reach. Actually, actually. I I'm think looking, reach I'm is looking, what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I'm looking towards the premiere, mm-hmm. which I'll be communicating soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I also want to push it into the the festivals. Mm-hmm. Then also, um, I hope you're aware that we won best feature film overall. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so That's like best picture at the Oscars, my dear. That's a big deal. Yeah, so, and what makes me proud is that the, the old folks are noticing that film certainly has to change. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do films in English to be recognized. Thank so, you. Yeah, so. Can I tell you something? I watch everything, nearly everything with subtitles. Uh, yeah, 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 me too. Actually, <laughs> I watch everything. a lot of Indian, I watch a lot of Bollywood. Uh, no, I, I watch Irish, Polish, German, Russian, yeah. all manner of things. They're authentic. They're mm. authentic. So, really, authenticity is the way to go. Mm-hmm. As much as we want to be a Denzel or mm-hmm. a DiCaprio, we would never, never nail it. And I think like that's one do. of the things that maybe also held us back a bit. We'll try to do everything in English, but mm. I mean, even on a daily, you're always incorporating, mm. you know, exactly. language from your home, yeah. from your culture. So mm. it's part of it. Okay, well, Morris, thank you so much for joining me, for sharing. And again, congratulations. I am so happy for you. For mm. the people listening in right now, how can they get in touch with you? How can they see some of your work? Uh, my work, you can right now for Stain, you can only see the trailers because you see, like I told you, Crystal, we, mm-hmm. besides me calling for a premiere, 
I haven't really thought of pushing it out there to sell it locally. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, because I mean, at, at the end of the day, we want to find its money's worth. So yes. if you push it out there on DVDs, something that I'm not really looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just hoping that someone can, you know, come through and look at my movies and say, you know what, I'm, I want to take this movie. Can I use this for a certain period? Okay. For a certain understanding? Yeah, I'll tell you straight up because that's how... But also, you, you said you, you, it was picked up by a UN agency, right? Exactly. Uh-huh. So people out there who watch them, those are the ends. But you'll never find it in obvious places. Mm-hmm. Never. What about the short yes. film that you did? The short film is on is on, is on my YouTube, More Ideas. Now you see. Yeah, that's just the short film. That's More Ideas on YouTube? Uh, yes, More Ideas. Okay, and where do we find that's you on social media? Uh, Morris Mugisha, Morris Mugisha. I don't really change much. Twitter, Morris underscore Mugisha. Then Facebook, Morris Mugisha. Mm-hmm. Instagram, Morris Mugisha. All right. Okay, yes. well, thank you so yeah. much for joining me on the Groove Cafe. And I'm so happy to hear about your journey uh, to date and looking forward to seeing what comes next. Yes, great. Big things, <laughs> I'm <pray>. sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm so glad to see you invited me in your show. My pleasure. Be yeah, blessed, yeah. my dear. All right. All right, please. Okay, bye-bye. Cheers. Groove Cafe. Groove Cafe was powered by Equity. Dial star 247 hash. Send money, pay bills, or check account balance. Anytime, anywhere, any phone. Star 247 hash.